Big old titties. Big old titties. I forgot to make it backwards. Because <laughs> usually I say tickle, tickle bitties. bitties. <laughs> squeak of the chair we shall begin hello hello everyone and welcome back to thick thoughts the podcast where we have where we have the (laughs) the podcast where we have cellulite and get cellulite while we talk about whatever the hell we feel like Sure is. I'm Hannah. The chair squeaked, and I hope that didn't pick it up because it sounded like a fart. <laughs> and this is Kylie. <laughs> Today we're gonna talk about fashion, sort fashion, of fashion, but like from the perspective of two queer. I guess we are different. <laughs> we can't lump ourselves in the same. Yeah, box. Just from our perspective. And if you don't know us. Then I'll give you a rundown. Hello, my name's Kylie. I'm fat, queer, body accepting. I don't know how I feel. Body having. Body (laughs) neutrality. Wow, that's not a word. Anyway, and um, I am white. Is that all? My identifiers? I think that's everything. Big titties. (laughs) Can't forget. And bitties. Big old titties. Big old titties. I forgot to make it backwards. (laughs) Because usually I say tickle tickle bitties. (laughs) If you know, you know. Um, Okay, so Hannah, give us like a little quick rundown of your perspective. Little quick rundown. Uh, I also consider myself queer. I'm brown and uh, Jewish. (laughs) Yep. And I mean, Jewish can have have an impact on your fashion, right? The Jewish side of things? It never has so far (laughs) for me personally. It can, I guess, if if you're like, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Wow. Wearing a hat? Orthodox. Orthodox, you know, sort of like how certain <laughs> sects of Christianity have certain, like have a more, a higher requirement of modesty or something oh, like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Yes, 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 yes. Like we all need those, those people, those girls in high school who would wear like the cute tops, but they'd have like the higher cami underneath because of like modesty. Yes, yes, yes. That wasn't me. Let's, let's start there though. That's a good place to start. I feel like where is where do you fall on the scale of like slutty to uh what's the opposite of slutty? Modest. Modest. The word we're like where do you feel like you fall on that spectrum of how I dress? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely closer to modest, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Not not out of any intention to like hide parts of my body, just because that's just the kind of fashion I gravitate towards. You also like have like waist cinch situations like a low cut situation every once in a while i do so it's not like it's a hundo p like full cover yeah i'm not hiding anything yeah anything you let you let the body out yeah she she comes out every once especially when she wears them dresses i love i love a good curvy woman in a dress gotta say it well you wear a lot of dresses i do i gotta say i love myself (laughs) (laughs) and i would say i fall on closer to slutty but like not full slut 
Okay, we're probably like 75% if this is zero to 100. You know what's interesting about that, Kylie, is I at first thought I agree with you. And then the more I thought about it in this two-second period since you started talking, um, the more I decided I disagree with you. I don't think that you dress particularly slutty. I think that because of your body being more curvy, that things you wear seem sluttier. Mm. Exactly. Ooh, that is a really great point. Because I, you wear some things that are have higher necklines and longer hems and things I wear, but because I'm in a slightly smaller body, it's like slightly little. Really, the thing is I have much smaller titties. <laughs> the biddies, as we mentioned earlier, as yeah. one of my identifiers, is something that I think automatically sexifies certain outfits. It on really me. does, yeah. even though they're not particularly immodest. And I feel like I should include this disclaimer that we use the word slut as a term of endearment up in this his house. Okay, we are mm -hmm. not slut shaming. We are slut proing. Yeah, if you want to dress like a slut, just absolutely do that within the bounds of whatever the laws in your city are. I guess or fuck the laws, wear whatever the hell. You but want. then you'll go to jail. I mean, maybe you just don't like walk down the street full full dick and puss out. Okay, I mean that is basically what I'm saying. Oh, okay, For don't, don't walk on the street with dick and puss out. Copy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the streets of Ohio, you can walk with your titties out in titties, the city of Columbus. Toddies can be out, although I personally other than like if it's like you know a mayor what are those no like a parade on occasion like pride parade you might catch a titty or like confest you'll catch some <laughs> you'll titties. definitely catch a titty but outside of that i really don't see many titties in these streets you know me either me either too much contained titty is what we're trying to get at that, yeah so columbus what are you doing we live in such a <laughs> such a time in such a city as this slut shaming is disappearing pro slut all the way show us your boobs but that you made <laughs> you made a great point earlier though and I think that could lead us as a great segue into the next portion of this um about how if you are in a larger body that that can automatically tend to turn up the like sexualization of your of you or your fashion maybe and your body in maybe certain fashion i def I, I completely agree with that i think that if you know a bigger bodied person in skinny jeans for some reason seems to society to be more scandalous than a skinny girl in skinny jeans as if you're seeing less of her body because there's less of her body mm, wow that needs to be an audiogram <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, one reason, because we've discussed this a little bit before, that you think that fat people tend to get slut shamed and have more issues, not, I don't want to say issues, but get like more shit from society is because of fast fashion and how much more convenient that is mm. for fat people. Yeah, I think that is something that we all need to mentally just like let go of is shaming fat people for buying fast fashion. Because we know we're all on a mission to be more sustainable. I mean, if you are in the millennial slash zillennial slash gen z generations you're typically leaning towards more sustainable fashion and i understand why and i understand the purposes of it and i understand why fast fashion is bad however we need to let go of shaming fat people when access to plus size clothing is just not at the level that it is for thin people period point blank i cannot walk into the same stores that straight size people can walk in and grab an outfit it's just not that easy i spent i'm not kidding you like two hours with Sarah going through the bra section of Target because none of the of the because I don't like underwire. Underwire sucks. If you don't know, underwire sucks, especially when you got a lot more of stuff pushing around in that mm -hmm. bra, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I spent like two hours rummaging through 
uh, Target's uh, bralettes and stuff, and I could not find my size. And it was so ridiculously frustrating because I'm a 2X, 3X, y'all. Like, I'm not this, like, like super fat size. And it's I just can't imagine being any larger than I am now and trying to shop anywhere that is accessible. So please don't judge fat people for uh, – sorry, sorry to get deep here, but please don't judge fat people for buying fast fashion because typically that can be our only option, especially if you have, you know, fear of dressing rooms, et cetera. Yeah. For the most part, I agree with everything that you're saying. I do think we should all be kinder to each other in general, especially to people who are like at a disadvantage. But what I will say is I think that, you know, whatever energy we're, you know, spending on trying to appreciate fat people for buying fast fashion or change that narrative should probably be expended on getting to a point in society where fat people can easily buy sustainable fashion. Mm, That is the real tea. I actually, I 100% agree with that. And I think that flips the perspective that I was saying kind of on its head. Like, instead of focusing on, like, accepting us for, you know, having less options. Yeah, let's put you at the front of the conversation. Give us the fucking options. Yeah. I want to be able to shop at Target and find my size. I want to be able, you know what, though? Let's, Let's give a shout out to Old Navy. Old Navy. Old Navy. We see you <laughs> fucking finally 8,000 years later. But and regardless, you are one of the first box store. I said a box store? Larger Big clothing box. store? Yeah. Big box boy. Um, that actually is carrying, you know, more than just a 2X. Like you're actually carrying lots and lots. I think up to a size 30, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which is so awesome to hear. Um, I'm seeing a lot of women on the Instagrams doing little runs to Old Navy, little <laughs> over to Old Navy trying on some jeans and fucking fitting in them. And that is wonderful. Yeah. Ugh, we love the inclusivity. So you mentioned something too when you were talking about dressing room phobia. And as you know, I had a horrifying experience at a Kohl's once <sighs> where I, <laughs> I remember the story, yeah. <laughs> where I went into a Kohl's because I was trying on clothes for a new job I had just started and um, a little boy crawled under the door of my dressing room while I was, you know, naked except for my under things. And he just stayed for like way I'm long. sorry, but get your motherfucking kid. Get your kid. I could hear his mother like screaming for him from somewhere else in the store. She was probably half nude as well. Yeah, so it was a, it was awful. And that was probably the last time I used a dressing room in a store because I immediately signed up for Stitch Fix and was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay, so talk about Stitch Fix because I think that perspective of like trying on clothes specifically, like we got to have more options than going into a physical store. I absolutely agree. I hate dressing rooms. And I think part of that is because shop, I don't know, I like to see what my clothes look like with like what my new clothes will look like with clothes I already own. Mm, So like to do a little styling action. Right, to see if it like goes with everything. But in any case, the first time I got a Stitch Fix box, I was so prepared to be disappointed. I think like anybody in a bigger body is prepared to be disappointed where you like give them your sizes and you try to explain like, yes, I'm this size, but you know, my arms are a little bigger. My, you know, my hips are a little wider. So please, you know, take that into consideration. And then you get your whatever from wherever and you put it on and it doesn't button or you can't get it up past your ass or something. And it's 
or you can't get it on past your ass or something. And it's, you know, and, uh, and that's, and that's like really fucking demoralizing. Like that sucks when it's your size and, um, and that did not happen to me. The very first box that I got and every box I've gotten since I've always been able to get into the clothes and to try them on and to have that experience. And what I will say is by some magic, this has been true without me changing my sizes on Stitch Fix, even though my actual body size has changed. They just send me some stretchy ass shit. And I appreciate that. <laughs> did you put, click a box somewhere that said stretchy as fuck? No, but I did click a box somewhere that said like, I have a little waist and another box that said, I have very wide hips. And they were like, okay, we'll do our best. But they've and, been they, and they it. do do their best. So they actually have stylists who work on that shit? And I give feedback every week and they get better every week and it's just been wow. a not really positive experience. We're not sponsored. but like, Not sponsored. <laughs> that sounds like a plus size woman's dream. Because and they do do plus size clothing. I believe up to 3X, I believe. We gotta push it up a little higher. But, I do, little but higher. I do love to see that because that means like for example, I could be included in that conversation, which is really cool because I used to do not stitch fix, but a different kind of boxy situation. Yeah. And I did enjoy it. And it was nice because like you said, you could adjust uh, based on, you know, if your size changes. And I just think there's something to be said about not having to even go near a fitting room because fitting rooms have that crusty lighting. They're really just out here trying to sabotage you. They have crusty lighting. They're absolutely tiny. There's like there, I don't know. There's this feeling of being rushed, you know, like I need to get in and out of here because somebody else might need this dressing room. And mm. I like that when I get these boxes, I can like have the clothes for a couple of days and change my mind a little bit. So another reason though that I started shopping at Stitch Fix was the price is a little bit cheaper, I feel like, than some of the clothes I get elsewhere. And as you know, I like to look a little expensive yeah that is something that's like a box you have to tick with every outfit yeah and i know that that's not a concern of yours no 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 i i it's not that i want to look cheap necessarily <laughs> i don't think that's anyone's goal in life no um, but i am trying like i don't have a my aesthetic is a little more like i don't know if edgier is the right word but like um kind of just like eclectic I think eclectic's a good word yeah in general and that's also that also bleeds into my apartment decor like I'm an eclectic individual it's like some days I'm pink and frilly and some days I want to look like a goth girl like you know what I'm saying I really like to miss it up say goth and it's just like wear a chain and a black dress I'm like oh I'm goth <laughs> but like you know what I mean like I, I think I have a mixture of styles and it, it never really is focused on like if I look expensive. I don't think that's ever a focus for me. Yeah, I think I got really, you know, obsessed with the idea of looking expensive because as a Black person, you know, and a young professional, I just, I always felt like people took me more seriously if I looked like I had something or came from something or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, it's always been important to me that nobody look at me and assume that I am at a disadvantage or something like that. Mm, that is something that I feel like now being in a fat body, I can understand mm. much more because I think that that's something that if you're if you experience being outcasted based on your appearance, like your clothing can can potentially change that. Like I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, 
fatter or larger women who are wearing clothes that are flattering. We've talked about the word flattering a little bit over on our YouTube channel. We have. And you know, so I heard some women say like, oh, she knows how to dress her body. She knows how to um, – she knows – How to dress for her body. For her body. And I think that's something interesting because it's like, what does that even really mean? Yeah. Where, where does fashion start becoming about – displaying your body in some kind of way instead of about like the clothes and wearing clothes that you love yeah and it's like where why oh I don't know like we could really get into like the whole concept of dress codes and all of that wackiness but like even even just like uh I love I always think back to what not to wear because that is like that epitome of like Dressing for the body you have. But it was – One Not to Wear, I feel like, was really well-intentioned because it was really trying to empower women who had given up on themselves, a lot of them, who really weren't trying at all. And so I can get at that point where you're trying to say, like – We want you to love yourself. We want you to love yourself. And if showing you that you can look maybe a way that you feel society will accept will help you, then, like, okay, I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. if we're coming from, you know – I don't even like, you know, I wear stained shirts and I don't wash my jeans and I don't wash my hair, which is what some of those people. You're depressed and you don't care about yourself. You're depressed. And so from that angle, I think what not to wear was well-intentioned. But I do think the premise of the show, this idea that like a lot of the people who were just wearing a certain style of clothing that maybe Mm, their friends and family disagreed with. Like bigger girls wearing anything like a little more scandy. I remember girls on there wearing like mini skirts and like camis and they thought they looked cute and like flip-flops and I'm like that was like a typical early 2000s fit you know mm-hmm. and like they got picked apart because they it did, they weren't wearing clothes that were the correct size quote-unquote or wearing clothes that looked too small and that whole conversation I'm like what if the clothes that you know were there were available like weren't in her size so she did get a size too small and like so what like, yeah. if she's comfortable, that's all that matters. One thing that I, I pick a I pick a bone with what not to wear is in regards to the fact that I just feel like they smack the same generic look on every woman. <laughs> and it's like, we all have our individuality. Don't keep dyeing the same, same looking girl's hair. They dye their hair red. They would give them a blazer and some pants and some heels and be like, here you go. And I'm just like, come on, we need some variety. Like, mix, like can't we get a survey in there and ask them about their personal style? I wanted to see more variety. I just felt like they were smacking like, this is an approved white woman look. Okay, here we go, <laughs> you know? In a lot of ways, that is what the show was. It was like, here, you know, what not to wear has a style. You know, they have a fix, right? So they have a hammer and they're just bringing things in and being like, all right, sticker on. There you go. Yeah. Fix. Sticker. Maybe, fix. Maybe somebody needs to bring back what not to wear, but give it that like. In, like, in, like there how- is a show like that. Um, it's a British show. I think it's on Netflix. I don't know. I was thinking of the one <laughs> with the, the six queers. No. Th- Queer Eye. Queer Queer Eye. Eye. <laughs> it's called Six Queer. It's not Queer Eye. No, it's, it's British people. None of the Queer Eye guys are British. Well, no, I was saying on Queer Eye, um, I wasn't bringing it up for the British accent. <laughs> I was bringing it up because the um, the styling on Queer Eye is cool because they consider their personality yeah. and, like, you know, try to help them just, like, express themselves in a way that maybe makes, like, you know, expresses their fashion and doesn't make them look ridiculous ridiculous there was a lot of bearded white men appalachian white men on there just there looking were. crusty but they I think were always making me like, cry at the end that's true <laughs> they, they picked certain cities in the south and i think that kind of informed some of the gentlemen we witnessed but Super um cute. what do you think about so like yeah speaking of personal style of the idea of being basic mm, okay so interesting interesting 
because we hear basic and we think immediately like things that register quick. We got we got UGG boots. Yeah, we got black jeans, leggings, black leggings, black skinny jeans. I think yes, is oversized scarves, oversized uh, sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah, like like I'm talking hugely oversized sweatshirts, and like anything like Visco Girl. Yeah, like anything like that. I feel like it's all kind of getting lumped into what's that word that everyone keeps using now? Chuggy, chuggy, a little chugster, if you will. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think that we should be like making fun of girls who are basic. Like, who, if we're gonna say, you know, oh, you should have personal style and, and dress for you, and like nobody should care, then like, okay, what this girl wants to look like is basic. This girl wants to wear her t-shirt over her cami with her low-cut, low-rise jeans and her platform flip-flops. And guess what? She's fucking rocking it. And I love her for that. (laughs) Am I ever going to be caught dead in that outfit? Not since 2005. But I love that for her. I don't think basic is just about a time period. I think it's also – 2005 is back now anyways. It is. And when I was in school, we would have called them like preppy. Like Ooh, they're just, I was called preppy. They're just like the most school. regular dressing people. Like they don't seem to have that personal style. They're and maybe like they those J. Yeah, I sure didn't in high school. You know, it, I had well, no it doesn't style. matter. I'm talking like it's not that they're not trendy, right? When you're basic, you can still be trendy. You're probably yeah, yeah, still yeah. going like Bisco to girls. J. Crew. You're probably still buying beautiful clothes. Abercrombie. But like for some reason, as soon as you've decided as a person that you're artsy or edgy or something, you look at these girls and you're like, ugh. Ooh. But like, who are you? Oh, I feel attacked. Like college me feels attacked. College right you probably should feel attacked. College me really <laughs> was like, oh, that girl's wearing Ugg boots. She's basic. And it's like, She's just over there with cozy ass toes. Yeah, I'm probably wearing warm. I'm probably wearing some like trendy boot that actually is cold. And so maybe she wins. Actually, she probably did win. Uh, but you know, yeah. I I don't I don't necessarily agree that we should judge anybody for their sense of style because like some of the most basic dressing people are also some of the most interesting people I've ever met. So yeah, tea exactly. And that's my point. Like I, I t- how can we look at anybody like? A chugster. Like a chugster. What's chuggy? Nothing is chuggy. We're all just fucking people with our own shit, and how we dress is really not a part of... Gen Z is just attacking. Gen Z is just got fucking claws They out. really are like, get rid of your skinny jeans. And I gotta say, I don't fucking agree. I don't fucking agree. And who are, like, and why do I care? I don't care. I still wear skinny jeans. And I still have hot pink hair. And so I, I guess I'm in, basic, I don't care. and I'm okay with that. Ooh, that brings me to a good next transition. What's up? <laughs> Trendy items of clothing. Trendy. Okay? I'm talking like the the crop tops with a lot of under boob. I'm talking what else is just chunky sneakers. The chunky sneakers or the the chunky the mom crocs, jeans, the Crocs, the sweatpants with like a, a crop top and like heels and these things that like we see as hyper trendy and like that's what inspires fast fashion and yada yada. I think that. People think that it's illegal for fat people to wear them. I thought I kept thinking that song was going to be over sooner than it was. I'm so sorry to disappoint. I was like, I was gathering my thought as I was singing it. Um, yeah, so that's that whole uh, TikTok trendy thing right now. Like, is it fashion or is she just skinny? And um, typically, 
typically she's just skinny. she's just skinny. Yeah. But at the same time, the problem here I don't think is that we are celebrating skinny people for stupid fashion. I think the problem is that we're shaming fat people for that fashion. Tea, if like, you decide tea. it's cool when Bella Hadid wears it, then it's still gotta be cool when a fat person wears when it. When a fucking what's her name? Tess Holiday. When Tess Holiday wears it. Like that's like I saw this one. It's a meme that was going around, or someone posted pictures of these like two fat people wearing like um those like 90s bermudas that are a little looser and like a baggy tee and some like keds which by the way fit fit for days okay pinterest board fit yeah on literally any other skinny person <laughs> but the fact that it's on these fat people people are like ew and then emma chamberlain wears the same thing and they're like oh my god she's so cool like yeah. fuck you yeah exactly i probably would look cool in those bermuda shorts but I yeah. don't think I would ever wear Bermuda shorts. Which is not because we think that like they're ugly. It's because that Kylie doesn't That's wear just pants my sh- most my sh- of the time. <laughs> no, yeah. If I can avoid any pansters, I'm right. on it. So yeah, I just think that like it goes both ways. I think sometimes we on the side of like dress how you want, be free, show your personality. Sometimes like are so far up our own asses that we forget that basic, quote unquote, basic people are interesting people too. And like we shouldn't sniff our own farts so much yeah i think that well, and it's like it's like the whole concept of like your perspective and their perspective are different and they're both valuable so like don't diminish other people just because they don't look as exciting as some other people may look like i just don't think some people just aren't concerned with fashion just like some people aren't concerned with like owning a fucking smartphone like to each thy own yes What do you think about the idea, though, of being, like, judging people on their fashion, not necessarily from the perspective of, like, is it cute or not, but in the perspective of, like, looking at somebody and going, wow, they look like a slob or something based on what they're wearing, or wow, they look like they don't take care of themselves? Mm. So I feel like that slob, slob that word, or sloppy or frumpy or lazy, those are terms that can typically be associated with just existing in a fat body in literally any fashion. But specifically, like, if I'm caught outside in a damn sweatsuit, okay, it's cold, I'm jogging, which is something I would never do. Um, But I'm jogging in the sweatsuit in these tennies, and, like, I might look frumpy, sloppy, et cetera. And I'm also – I'm probably sweaty. If I'm jogging, I'm definitely sweaty and red in the face. Someone's going to see me and go, ooh, she's sloppy and frumpy. And then – a like thin version of me does the same thing (laughs) and then it's like oh well she looks like she's exercising (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) i think frumpy sloppy slob slob is that what you said slob yeah those are terms that can tend to be can tend to be used derogatorily is that a word no uh towards fat people and when it comes to like wearing sweatpants or wearing something that could be seen as more like leisurely like athleisure comfort or like Mm -hmm. pajamas for example yeah I don't have any problems obviously with fat people wearing anything that they want under the sun but you know I do think that there are standards of dress in specific arenas of our life atmospheres and where where it is more appropriate to judge people for not trying because I think like I have this thing about effort like I want people to seem comfortable and confident like they're trying in some way and like even though like okay so (laughs) it sounds really bad but like so that idea of 
looking put together, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, is that the opposite of being sloppy? I would say yes, but is that the opposite of being fat? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like I sometimes do judge people who like turn up at like, you know, a fancy restaurant or something. And it's like, well, that shirt isn't even clean. It's wrinkled. And I'm just like, did you try? So, okay. So is this <laughs> more of the aspect of like ending up in your dating pool? Yeah. This is more of people I have to interact with or like who my, you or my friends or yeah, this isn't strangers. I really don't care what strangers do up to a point. Like obviously if you're like you might butt judge. naked or something in the table <laughs> next to me, I might be like, wow, I wasn't expecting to see all of that tonight. <laughs> that was a surprise. That was a surprise. But <laughs> Thank like, you for the dinner and the show. There's something intentional about people who do just wear jeans and a hoodie every day. But there's something that says, like, I've given up about the person who, like, doesn't even make sure they're wearing, like, two of the same shoe. That doesn't matter. Or, yeah, something's inside out or stained or, like, is, uh, you know, like, it hasn't been washed. It smells weird. They smell weird. Mm, At that point, I'm like, I'm not judging you because of anything about your body. I'm judging you because you're in a restaurant and you kind of smell like cat pee. (laughs) (laughs) And smell as much as, like, I feel like you could argue smell is not an aspect of your fashion. It is, but it does attach itself to your fashion. Well, I do think it kind of it kind of adds to the whole essence sure, of like your vibe. Sure, like perfume is maybe part of a vibe or I cologne. I think it's a vibe. And like, I got to say, I think it's specifically because – not because I'm fat because I've always been very concerned with how I smell. I want <laughs> to smell good. I want you to meet me and you go, wow, that bitch smells good. That's what I want. Okay, that's my like – that's my bottom. I have to at least get achieve that level. Wow. I like to smell good. Wow, wow, wow. But I feel like since being in a fat body, I think that has made me feel like I have to smell extra good because if I smell like B.O., then you're going to be like, oh, you're a fat, smelly person. And I feel like that gets judged even more than just the fact that you're fat. Um, yes. And I don't know I that agree. that applies to fashion. I, I agree with what you're saying. I don't know if it applies to fashion, except that I do agree that like, yeah, a scent can be part of your vibe. And so in a way, my issue is with people who don't take care of themselves holistically, because I think that comes out in the way you dress. And I think that there's a difference between like taking a day off and wearing your sweatpants to work and chronically wearing your sweatpants everywhere you go because you just don't give a fuck. Like when Hannah clocked me for wearing slippers to work. Yeah, I did. But they were slippers. You weren't lying. They were slippers. And it wasn't because I didn't think you looked cute. I, I just was like, wow. <laughs> You're still in your pajamas. I was like, is this an outfit or are you literally in pajamas? I pretty much was in pajamas. I'm not going to lie. But um, no, I, I, I feel you. I feel you on we should try our best to present ourselves the best we can um, in, in instances where we're going to be yeah out in the world presenting ourselves you know what i'm saying like if you're just going to the fucking gas station like wear whatever the fuck you want yeah if you're going, if you're going to a nice restaurant you're going to your cousin's bar mitzvah or your sister's wedding or whatever like you know pull out pull out the pull out the, the tucks in the back of the closet pull out the, the little black dress you know and also if you're fat pull out the damn crop top and wear the bitch because guess what you look cute and if it's allowed for, if skinny people are allowed to wear it, fat people can wear it. Those are the rules. If it's fashion, it's fashion. Fashion is fearless, peeps. It is fearless. 
Um, what about like dressing your age or like dressing mm. your gender, quote unquote? Is mm. gender a thing for another episode? But mm. yeah, we definitely <laughs> gotta do an episode on gender. But like this, that idea of like certain outfits or clothes being feminine or certain outfits or clothes being for young people. I hate it. Yeah, I re- especially like when it's we'll start with age, aged. Aged, what's it called? Dressing your Dressing age. your age. Yeah, fuck that noise. I've been seeing these grannies on TikTok showing these like crop tops mm-hmm. and cute jeans, and they yeah. look so good. Or wear like covered in tats. Yeah, such an aesthetic. So hot. Love you, grannies out there, just yeah. rocking your shiznit. And they're like, and I'm old, and I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, hell yeah. No, I I don't think I don't think clothes have an age, and I don't think clothes really have a gender I think clothes are just fucking clothes and we all wear them and I don't think I I don't think I mean I understand like you see a granny and you're like oh yeah she shops in that one section of <laughs> clothes that I never glance at but like she don't have to she if, don't have if that to. grandma want to wear a baggy t-shirt and some like really dope sneakers honestly I need to see this grandma does she exist are you out there I think she probably does exist for sure she exists I want to see her though I don't I don't know that I believe in dressing one's age either but at the same time I am excited to get older <laughs> because you get to dress like like nobody expects you to be like showing off in your 40s at the same way and I know that's like an expectation that's made up in my head but like (laughs) there's just something comforting to me about getting old because I know that like the older I get the less the world gives a fuck about me because like there's just some assumption about like I think young people or amongst young people that we all care and we all are super we super care about the way we look and we super tried really hard but I have not been trying hard for many years now and when I say trying hard I mean like you know I decided that I wanted to have good skin rather than wear a bunch of makeup. So I've gone like that route. I don't wear a lot of makeup. Um, And like, I stopped straightening my hair. Like I'm talking about like doing those things we do to fit in. Like I stopped doing that a long time ago. Um, Yeah. You're, you were cooler than me faster than me. (laughs) I was not that cool that fast. I really liked, uh, I felt like my fashion was a way for me to fit in, especially as a young, thin accepted white girl very you know normal ass looking person very straight looking individual fashion was definitely a way for me to fit in because as normal and straight and you know cisgendered I look (laughs) um and I was still probably pretty cisgender I suppose but anyway as as you know straight and like straight bodied as I was I still was such a wacky person. Like, you know, you can't really hide this wacky. <laughs> so I think I use fashion as a way to like kind of normalize myself amongst yeah. all of the other quote unquote basic individuals <laughs> at my school. And I was labeled as preppy and I was labeled as uh, basic, but I think I needed that. It was kind of like a safety, it was like a safety blanket. Moving into college, it was like, I wanted to fit in, but I also wanted to have an edgy look because it was an art school. Art right. school's all about looking like you wear you look like you kind of rolled out of like whatever laundry was clean, but you also look cool. That's what we were going for. Like your hair's a little messy. You smoked a lot of cigarettes. Your voice is a little husky. You definitely had to smell like cigarettes and wear a flannel. I don't know why. That was just like art school rule number one. But yeah, that's, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. And the dressing for your gender thing, I think is especially bogus because so much of fashion, it has been like, co-opted by the other sex over time like high heels were originally 
for men. They were originally worn by men and they were for men. So like the fact that now one only women wear them, but as soon as we see a man wear them, we're like, oh, Harry Styles, how could you? And it's like, because he can, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? I don't, I and why don't men wear dresses? Why aren't men the ones who wear dresses? I, I will tell Their you. Their anatomy would certainly suggest. I was about to say, let it tinkle down. Also, I can say from personal experience, it's lovely not wearing pants every day. Everybody should wear a kilt at some point in their life. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, gender in fashion, I just don't think it actually fits. And that's why I think the whole concept of like there being a section for men and a section for women. We're going to hear a little comment from uh, Kylie's wife, Sarah, who uh, has very different fashion from both of us. So this will be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. So kind of going along with like what you guys are saying about fashion and gender, as someone who does kind of bounce around between feeling different gender identities different days, I would argue fashion does kind of have a gender based on how society sees the item of clothing that you're wearing. Mm, And I feel like a large part, I wear sweatpants pretty much every day and like a hoodie. And a large part of that is because some days I'm feeling like none of the gender binaries that exist and the safest option is sweatpants and a hoodie. Mm. It makes me feel the most comfortable. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So that was my two cents. (laughs) You're so cute. (laughs) That's a good perspective. Yeah, dressing for no gender. I just said like, you know, fashion shouldn't have a gender, right? But it does. That's what like it, it there does, is a yes. male and a, there is a woman's and a men's section and a junior section and a boys section. There is those things exist and like as much as we can break down those barriers in our own fashion, they still fucking exist. And for people like Sarah, that can make it difficult because it's like it's constantly. Well, you can speak more to it. But you know, it's like, <laughs> I can imagine it's constantly about. I remember I I just know from like our wedding and you deciding to wear a dress or not was something that was a struggle for you. Um, Yeah, dressing for the wedding was definitely a struggle. And it was a struggle because I wasn't sure if I was going to be feeling masculine, feminine, or neutral that day. So when it came down to actually buying the physical dress, it was like, okay, well, I'm no matter how I'm feeling that day, I have to wear this. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of, it gave me some anxiety a little bit, I'm not going to lie. On the day, I definitely felt very feminine. So it all worked out. It was great. It was lovely. Um, It was a really fun day. I enjoyed it. I agree. I agree that society does assign genders to clothes, though I still I stick by my point that it changes, you know, through the ages. Um, dresses used to be worn by boys up until they were like five or six years old. It was just what every all the kids wore. I mean, like back in the really old days, they wore wigs. They sure did. But if like Sarah, for instance, had been raised in a world that didn't necessarily subscribe so heartily to a gender binary, would that just be a less stressful world is kind of where I'm coming from. Like if we could, mm-hmm. if we could be the generation that starts to remove the gender binary from clothing and create more clothing that feels genderless, you know, absolutely. wouldn't that be dope? Wouldn't that be Absolute a dope gift to like future really. generations? You and, know? and that's kind of where I was getting at where it's like, we're breaking down the barriers um, just by fashion, like how we're, how we're, displaying our fashion in our generation i would say you know uh zennials, whatever the fuck they're called um <laughs> i feel like we i don't know what to call them all of the you know my generation um i would just say you know we're already breaking down those barriers which is cool but i would love to see you know because target i believe it was target that was like bringing the uh girl and boys toy sections together brilliant and they were talking about starting to do that. I don't know if that ever followed through because I honestly didn't keep up with that. But I feel like they need to do that with 
fashion and they need to just start realizing like because you know what and i talked about this before but target's men's section okay don't sleep on it and i just think that it needs to stop being a men's section and a woman's section it just needs to be a fucking clothes section I, and that's yeah per exactly period yeah I but agree. also i do think that there should we start a, a genderless clothing line <gasps> Because I can see it. I can see, like, these really, like, straight kind of boxy shapes, but, like, you could put belts on them so you could cinch the clothing if you wanted Ooh, into a like narrow modular. waist. Yeah, like, Ooh. modular clothing kind of. There's, um, so... You could even have, like, zips here. You guys can't see it, but, like, on the shoulder. So if you were like, you know what? I'm going to show some I'm going to let a little cleavy cleave out. A little out. cleave out. So that's so interesting. <laughs> I want to go ahead and throw out a plug for a buddy of mine who owns a non-binary clothing line. Oh, perfect. Good. I don't Ollie have to do that. Ollie Awake. <laughs> if you've ever heard of Ollie Awake, check him out. It's O-L-L-Y Awake on Instagram. Um, Kevin, right, that is their brand. Um, and it's fucking dope. Um, and they make a lot of non-binary really cool clothing. So check them out. And they're in Columbus. So Awesome. Random plug. But yes, um, I think we could totally, not to compete with Kevin, <laughs> but we could absolutely come out with like some merch that is very genderless and very just like gender free. Yeah. I like that. Gender free. Gender free. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I think I hit on everything I wanted to talk about. I think we hit it all. Maybe we, we hit it all. hit it all. Oh, can we talk about, just for fun, so shits and gigs. Sure. Um, so Hannah is... My dungeon master. Wow, that sounds really weird. <laughs> I am, yeah. She's a dungeon master. We're playing D&D. &D and uh, recently, like, I'm a fairy. So my character is a fairy. Correct. And uh, a fair people. The so, fae folk. Fae folk. Um, I'm learning things. This is my first ever D&D &D game. But the other time we played, there was, like, other fairies in the game. And we decided to make all of the fairies from... Long Island. <laughs> Long Island. So every fairy that talked <laughs> had to talk like this. <laughs> I just had to add that. That was hilarious. Um, yeah. Let us know if you play D&D. &D. Let us know if you play D&D. &D. But hey, guys, we've heard a lot of really good feedback out here from our friends and our family and people who've been watching the show. And we appreciate it. We love to hear it. We're so, so glad that you guys are listening. But really, what would be cool is if you would, like, share, share it, it with your friends. <laughs> share it with your friends. Yeah, like, get a couple other people to listen to the podcast. That'd be pretty dope. Because the more people listen, the more I'll be able to motivate Kylie to keep editing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> keep sliding in my DMs on, on Sunday and be like, bitch, where's my episode? <laughs> and it will happen faster, I promise. No, but um, also, if you, uh, you know, are liking this, liking this vibe, want to come hang out with us more we do have a youtube channel definitely go check it out it's thick thoughts and that's thick with a q always with a q all right so yeah. before we sign off here hannah what are you wearing you know today i'm actually i'm doing pretty well for myself wearing a <laughs> green knit sweater with like a braid up the back black leggings shocker uh and that is it i'm pretty pretty basic literally and fig and figuratively but you have underwear I do. More I have important. two sets of well, not two sets. I'm not wearing two pairs of them. I'm wearing both <laughs> a bra and underwear. Okay, I see now. Yes. I see. Too many undergarments for me. I, have, yeah. I literally have underwear on today, though. That is a, a miracle. And I have a Fashion Nova dress because we were talking about fast fashion earlier. And yeah, not, not a not a non-shameless plug. I suppose that's a shameless plug. It's a shameful <laughs> plug. Shameful plug. But also not because fuck that, okay? This is, fits me and it's cute. It is it? cute. It's very cute. And I'm wearing socks. Um, Sarah, do you want to come share what you're wearing? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I kind of prefaced this earlier, but I am in a 
hoodie, a blue hoodie, and some black joggers. And uh, I as well have two sets or two items of underclothing on. <laughs> Undergarment. <laughs> Are you wearing socks with holes in them? Not today. And my socks actually match. Whoa. Okay. That was dumb. Uh, okay. So as always, you know, all of our little, was it little pumpkins out little there? Little baby pumpkins. Uh, you know, take up space, think big thoughts. Be a fixer. Be a thick. Be a fixer. And, and uh, crush, crush the, the patriarchy. patriarchy. Bye, bitches. Bye.